Hello there. This is Evangelist Timothy Gruber coming to you from the Holiness Bibles for the Blind studio in Ashtabula, Ohio, for this edition of the Word of the King. And today on the Word of the King, we are going to be interviewing Evangelist Kenneth Wolfgang in light of the ministry that him and his wife have in the realm of music as the Ashtabula Angels and also the ministry that God called Kenneth to in the Bibles for the Blind. Kenneth himself is physically blind, but he himself sees spiritually by the grace of God. We're told in the book of Proverbs, the hearing ear and the seeing eye, the Lord hath made even both of them. And Kenneth is yet another testimony to that. Before we get started today with Evangelist Kenneth, here in the Word of the King, I would like to have a word of prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, come before you. You say in the book of Deuteronomy that you kill You make alive, you wound, you heal. You make the deaf, you make the blind. You cause the blind to see, you cause the deaf to hear. And so you are. As the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the great I am, and you came down, we know, as a man in the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. And you've given us the comfort, your Holy Spirit. And we give you thanks, dear God, for the blood of Jesus Christ, your Son, that cleanses us from all sin and makes it all possible. And now, Lord God, I pray that through this broadcast today, you would be glorified through all that is said and done, as I will soon proceed to hand this over temporarily to Evangelist Kenneth Wolfgang to tell us about the work that you're doing through him and his wife, the Ashtabula Angels, and also the Bibles for the Blind. And Lord God, we do pray, Lord God, that you be continued to, again, Lord, prosper them in this endeavor, these endeavors, and Lord, continue, dear God, to bring honor and glory and much fruit to manifest for your honor and glory for your kingdom. For it's in and through the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, name above all names, the name in whom salvation alone is found, that we pray and give thanks. Amen. To start off, actually, before we do give this over to evangelist Kenneth Wolfgang, I'm going to play a song here. It's one of the songs that is dearest to Kenneth's heart, sung by him and his dear wife, Ruth. It is entitled, Just Because I Don't See You. feel like God wants me to be all that He wants me to be, but others don't see that the Lord, He lives in me, just because I don't see you doesn't mean God can see me. All I want is to lend a helping hand, but I just cannot understand the cruel things people say. As they laugh and walk away Just because I don't see you Doesn't mean God can't see me 
Ecclesiastes chapter 8 verse 4 says what the word of a king is there is power and who may say unto him what doest thou before uh, we get into this interview with Mr. Kenneth Wolfgang I just want to let you know that before long here we will be playing a second song that the Ashtabula Angels did entitled what if Jesus came to your house but before we do that I would like to get started asking some questions concerning the Ashtabula Angels ministry how are you doing evangelist Kenneth Wolfgang. All right there, Brother Tim. <laughs> Without further ado, let me ask you the following questions. First of all, how did you come up with the name of your ministry, Ashtabula Angels? Well, actually, how the name The Ashtabula Angels came about actually was very interesting. Ruth and I, we went to a, believe it or not, a little children's program in a church here in Ashtabula, Ohio. And we were watching this program. It was called Twinkle and the All-Star Angel Band. And we were sitting there, and we had been praying for now months. We had been there six months, married six months, been praying. And the Lord, I know it's a standard response, and God himself was the one who gave us the name, the Ashtabula Angels. So tell me, Kenneth, how and when were you called to the ministry? Well, actually, for the Ashtabula Angels, that would be, we were married in 1997, July, and so that would be December of 1997. Do you feel you are being prideful when you take on the title, Ashtabula Angels? Certainly not. In fact, now this is what we tell everybody in concert. We tell this, this is a standard thing. We tell everybody in concert etc. We had to look at the definition of what you see angels are in the Bible. Hebrews chapter 1 says that angels are ministering spirits. When you look at the book of Revelation, you find many times the angels say to John, do not worship me. I am a fellow servant. I am your fellow servant. That's what angels are. They are nothing more than messengers and fellow servants. And that, with that duty, and I emphasize duty, in mind, that is why we take on that title, the Ashtabula Angels. We'll take it on only under that definition as ministers, messengers, and fellow servants only. What is your goal as a ministry in the Ashtabula Angels? Well, with that definition in mind, as I just gave, ministers, messengers, and fellow servants, our goal is to see people saved 
and nothing more. Our goal is not to lift ourselves up. Our goal is to lift other people from hell to heaven. Jesus Christ did say, and if I be lifted up from the earth, I will draw all men unto myself. So, any churches that you would not go into due to doctrine or issues pertaining to teachings from the Bible? <laughs> uh, that's usually what happens when I hear that question. <laughs> I always, my wife always does this. We always laugh at this question. Because, I mean, uh, let me ask you, would you take a bath in acid? <laughs> Obviously not. Yeah, certainly not. <laughs> well, Neither would we uh, go over to, let's say, the Jehovah's Witnesses Kingdom Hall and uh, sing if they invite us. Now, probably I'd go over there and preach. <laughs> yeah. uh, maybe might preach at the Mormon um, temple, but I doubt I'd go over there at invitation and sing. I would probably preach at them and tell them the true gospel, but <laughs> I would probably doubt want to sing a concert for them if they said you only are allowed to sing if you accept our doctrine, I'd say forget it. And you being an ex-Roman Catholic, I'm sure you would say the same about going to any mother church, right? Uh, I'd be saying, sorry, uh, if you want me to worship Mary, I am not doing that. What about confessing your sins to some sinner they call father? Uh, well, sorry, he's not my father. Jesus is the only father I've got. <laughs> Amen. And when it comes to wanting to, you know, whether or not I would think of, you know, pouring acid on myself, all I know is Jesus saved me from the fire, and I don't want to get a taste of what he saved me from. <laughs> Amen. So, what is the style of your music as the Ashtapula Angels? Well, okay, some would dub it contemporary. Some might dub some of our songs um, uh, like Southern Gospel. Uh, so it's a little bit of a mixture depending on the song when you listen to it. And some of our songs... As you're about to see when you listen to our song, um, uh, If Jesus Came to Your House. It's what they call a spoken lyric, and it's also, if you will, a kind of a, like a southern gospel, but kind of contemporary. But that is what they call a spoken lyric, which is where there's very little singing, but it's what God called me to do. It's where you speak through the song to get the message out and that way people hear the message of the words in the song because there's so many songs where you hardly understand what the people are singing and we believe in this ministry as i said with the definition of what angels are we are ministering to people and so through song we need to get the message to where people understand and that's what our goal is since you made reference, Kenneth, to the song, If Jesus Came to Your House, why don't we now play for our listening audience, If Jesus Came to Your House. Jesus came to your house, I wonder what you if Jesus came to your house to spend a day or two if he came unexpected just dropped in on you oh I know you'd give your nicest room to such an honored guest and all the food you'd serve to him would be the very best and you'd keep assuring him you're glad to have him there that serving him in your home is joy beyond compare but 
When you saw him coming, would you meet him at the door? With arms outstretched and welcome to your heavenly visitor? Or would you have to change your clothes before you let him in? Hide some magazines and put the Bible where they'd been? Would you turn the radio off and hope you hadn't heard? And wish you hadn't uttered that last loud hasty word? Would you hide your worldly music, put some hymn books out? Could you let Jesus walk right in? Or would you rush about? And I wonder, if the Savior spent a day or two with you, would you go right on doing the things you always do? Would you go right on saying the things you always say? Would life for you continue as it does from day to day? And would your family conversation keep up its usual pace? And would you find it hard each meal to say a table grace? Would you sing the songs you always sing and read the books you read and let him know the things on which your mind and spirit feed? Would you take Jesus with you everywhere you plan to go? Or maybe would you change your plans for just a day or so? Would you be glad to have him meet your very closest friends or hope they would just stay away till his visit ends? And would you be glad to have him stay forever on and on? Or would you sigh with great relief when he at last was gone. Oh, it might be interesting to know the things you would do if Jesus came in person to spend some time with you. Amen, amen. It is written in St. Luke chapter 19. I couldn't help but think of this as soon as that song started playing. Starting in verse 8 of St. Luke 19. And Zacchaeus stood and said unto the Lord, Behold, Lord, the half of my goods I give to the poor, and if I have taken anything from any man by false accusation, I restore him fourfold. Verse 9. And Jesus said unto him, This day is salvation come to this house, for as much as he also is a son of Abraham, Verse 10, for the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. What would you do, listener, if Jesus' salvation came to your house today? All right, continuing on here with Evangelist Kenneth Wolfgang. This is just over the halfway point here in the Word of the King. This is Evangelist Timothy Groover. Continuing on here with Kenneth Wolfgang. Okay, who is the human authority over the Ashtabula Angels ministry, Kenneth? Well, now, as the Bible says... Of course, the male authority being me. But now, let's make something plain. I'm not Hitler, (laughs) even though I am part German, okay? Part Russian, part German, whatever you want to call that, okay? I am not Adolf Hitler, okay? I don't run things that way, never have, never will. That is not the Bible way. The word the Ashtabula Angels, we are a gospel-singing group. And that's what the word means. We are a group. Most of the songs are a decision between the both of us. We work together as a team, and that's how things are worked. We pray over things together, and that's how our decisions are made. So although I am the human authority, first off, God is the head, but as the human authority... We, I say, okay, I lay out a rule that God has laid out in his Bible, the KJV 1611. Thank you very much. And then we look there to see what God's word has to say. We pray about it together, and then we follow that directive. 
How do I or how does anyone contribute to the Astrobule Angels ministry? Okay, now here's a very interesting thing. A lot of people may say, do we have to always pay money or whatever? Well, it's not always money, okay? First off, you could contribute both monetarily or you could contribute, say we needed some CDs. Well, we could use that. Or sound equipment, like, I mean, we could definitely use some new wires. We got a mic stand that just broke a, a boom. <laughs> we could use a new boom for one of our mic stands. So, I mean, things like that. And we could always use things like that. So instead of just money, we could use equipment. So it's not always money. We could use it, just get a hold of us and find out what our needs are. Um, so it's a matter of not just money. Just get a hold of us and find out what our needs is. If you don't want to uh, give us money, just find out what our needs is. And we'll take our needs just as much as we will take a monetary donation. Real quickly, Kenneth, as we're coming up on the 20-minute mark here in the Word of the King, how do I or how does anyone else know that our contributions are being used for ministry? Well, just as I just said, uh, the same thing. Uh, whether it's monetary or a gift such as the CDs or whatever. <laughs> and on top of that, if you got... I mean, there are skeptics out there, and that's true enough. But the thing is, you never know unless you're a part of the ministry. But I don't believe in using money wrongly. Because as it says in Psalms... There's a God that's watching, and if you, uh, I don't believe in lying, and that's just the way it is. And Proverbs 19.1 is a verse I live by. Better is a poor man in his integrity than a rich man who's perverse in his lips. Okay, so we're coming up again after 20 minutes in the Word of the King here with less than 10 minutes to go. Real quickly, Kenneth, I have questions about the blind ministry. How did you come up with the name of your ministry to the blind. Okay, now that is pretty easy. We were sitting, actually, in the Ashtabula Library, and it was very unique. See, we're called to the blind. Well, obviously, that would have to be in the title somewhere. And, obviously, we give out the Holy Bible, King James Version, AV 1611. Well, obviously, that should be in capital letters somewhere in there. And we also believe in right or holy living. Well, that obviously, holiness should be in there somewhere. Well, unbeknownst to me, we were sitting there on the computer, and all of a sudden, it was like, poof. I had been throwing around for years, Bible Baptist for the blind, and the blind ministry. I had been throwing around stupid names for years, all the way up until the middle of, like, 1999 or whatever. I forget what the year was, but all of a sudden, it was just like, Boom, just dropped in my head. I don't know how it ever happened, but it, I said, Ruth, we need to call this Holiness Bibles for the Blind. And I showed her with the capital H-O-L-Y, lowercase n-e-s-s, capital B-I-B-L-E, lowercase s, for the blind. And she goes, where'd you get that? I said, it just came to my head. That's what the ministry name should be. And ever since then, we stuck with that name, and God said, this is it, and Jesus Give him the glory. Do not give it to me, because if you try to, I will not take it, because I would have never thought of it in a million years. I'm told in the book of Hebrews, seek peace with all men and pursue holiness, without which no man shall see the Lord. Okay, so 
Holiness Bibles for the Blind, what is the overall goal of your ministry? Well, as it is with the Estubule Angels, winning souls. What mission board, if any, are you connected with? <laughs> well, that's simple. Um, if you're saved, you know them. If you don't, if you're not saved, you don't know them. And, there, and it's a committee of three. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost. But it's not, it's not your traditional missions board. <laughs> what Bibles do you distribute to the blind? Only we distribute a Braille Bible, 18 volume. We distribute a CD Bible, which is 60, 62 CDs. We distribute a three volume which is a 24 print point print, a one volume 18 point print, and then there's the audio, uh, the cassette Bible, which is 48 cassettes, and then there's of course your um, one disc uh, MP3 Bible, and then also we can get a download of the Bible that we could send people over the internet. And before we move on to the next question, I may just want to throw this in there. I'm sure Kenneth would appreciate it if you would pray for his brother, Tommy, who God appears to be really dealing with, who uh, is legally blind out of one eye and permanently blind out of the other, correct? Yes. Again, his name's Tommy. Do you distribute the Bibles yourself, Kenneth? Um, some are distributed through our ministry, yes, ourselves, because we actually have the Bibles ourselves. Others are through another organization they were known as Braille Bible Foundation, but they have another name now. Um, but we distribute, we give a form that belongs to that company, and, and we distribute that form to the blind people, so we work in tandem with that company, and that is the Braille Bible and the 24-point print Bible. But all other Bibles are distributed by us. What standards are there for donated preaching cassettes or tapes, CDs, files, and so on? Well... The, the standards are, A, they must be doctrinally sound, which, of course, is, has to do with doctrine. Also, they have to be under a certain set of rules and guidelines that have to do with, like, obviously, you wouldn't want to be talking about what you do in a traffic situation or traffic rules, a blind person, that doesn't apply to them. So, uh, blind, applicable situations. And also, the sermon has to be of good or at least fair or good quality recording you wouldn't want to give out something that's garbage all right under five minutes to go in the word of the king real quick i have two yes or no questions real quick in a row so just keep them to yes or no because we're running down on time kenneth first question do you pass out any other bibles in english language beside the king james authorized version abs uh, other bibles absolutely not and are your funds in any way shape or form used for publicity no way. Now, how is the Holiness Bibles for the Blind? Real quickly, how is it ultimately supported? Okay, just as the other, it is supported through people who give us donations, either monetary or, once again, through people who want to give us gifts, such as things that we might need. And one of the things we've been praying about for years we have a calling to go to blind camps, blind uh, schools, and we're in a need. We've been praying for years for a bus that we could have as a mobile church. Also, equipment for our studio. Also, CDs, DVDs to record on, 
things like that. So uh, things like that. So monetary or things that we need. So get in contact with us. Um, and if you would like, I could give a real quick contact information. Please do. Okay. The contact information, real quick. You can contact us at P.O. Box 471 Ashtabula, A-S-H-T-A-B-U-L-A, Ohio, 44005. Or you can email us at holiness.bibles.for.the.blind at gmail.com. Now, let me go through that real quick and make sure you understand how to spell that. That is, again, holiness. H as in Henry, O as in over, L as in Larry, Y as in Yella, N as in Nancy, E as in elephant, S as in Sam, S as in Sam, dot Bibles, B as in boy, I as in Indian, B as in boy, L as in Larry, E as in elephant, S as in Sam, dot four, F as in Frank, O as in over, R as in Randy, dot the, T as in Tom, H as in Henry, E as in elephant, dot Blind, B as in boy, L as in Larry, I as in Indian, N as in Nancy, D as in dog, at gmail.com. Or you could visit our website at holinessbiblesfortheblind.org. That's, again, http colon slash slash holinessbiblesfortheblind.org. It's very easy to remember. It's the same as our email address. Just take the dots out of in between each of the letters, as I spelled it before, just take all the little dots out, take the at Gmail out, and just put a dot org, O-R-G, on the end of that, and you have our website address, which if you don't want to remember how to type in all of that uh, email address, you could just go through there and hit the Contact Us page, and again, on the Contact Us page also has... Our street address, our, our P.O. box, I should say, address right there, which you can contact us via our contact form, which has that P.O. box address if you want to have more time to write down that P.O. box information. Or you could call us at 440-997-5303, 440-997-5303, and we can tell you anything that we would need and then you'll know some of the things you can just get us and that would be also a help all right speaking of angels i read jesus's words here saint matthew chapter 22 verse 29 and 30 jesus answered and said unto them ye do err not knowing the scriptures nor the power of god for in the resurrection they neither marry nor are given in marriage but are as the angels of god in heaven which resurrection are you looking forward to? Do you have a resurrection of hope, a resurrection of life everlasting to look forward to? Because you're either looking forward to a resurrection unto life everlasting through Jesus Christ our Lord, or you are facing a resurrection unto damnation. Jesus said in St. John chapter 5, Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that heareth my word and believeth on him that sent me hath everlasting life and shall not come into condemnation, but is passed from death unto life told Revelation 21 8 but the fearful and the unbelieving and the abominable and murderers and whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars from their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone which is the second death one lie is all it takes to make you a liar 
You by nature are an unbeliever. Behold, you were shaped in iniquity, and in sin did your mother conceive you. For as in Adam all die, we're told, and even so in Christ shall all be made alive. So marvel not that I said unto thee, you must be born again to see the kingdom of God. Just as you could not do anything good to get born into your physical family, but it was all the work of another. So you cannot do anything to get born spiritually into God's family. Jesus said in St. John six twenty nine, this is the work of God, that you believe on him whom he hath sent. Jesus also said in verse 44 of St. John 6, No man can come unto me, except what the Father hath sent me draw him, and I will raise him up at the last day. Thou shalt not kill, we're told, whosoever hateth his brother is a murderer, and you know that no murderer hath eternal life abiding in him. Jesus said the two greatest commandments, the first is, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy mind, with all thy strength. And the second is like unto it, Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Jesus said, On these two commands hang all the law and the prophets. And yet, for whosoever shall keep the whole law, and yet offend in one point, he is guilty of all. You are a transgressor of God's law. You have either come to Jesus Christ and you've already been washed of your sins in his blood, or you are yet dead in trespasses and sins. We're told, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name given under heaven amongst men whereby we must be saved. Oh, and it's written, This same Jesus hath God raised up from the dead, whereof we are all witnesses call upon him today and be born again and the Holy Ghost will take up residence in you. This is the word of the King. Till next time, God bless. This is Evangelist Timothy Groover.